My name is Carlin Borisenko, and you are listening to the Actively Unwoke podcast. You can get back episodes of the podcast, as well as subscribe on all major podcasting platforms at activelyunwoke.com slash podcast. Okay, so we're going to cover a little bit of a tougher subject in this episode, but if you have kids in school, especially the public schools, though this is also true of the charter schools and the private schools, they're all doing this. If you have children in school, you have got to watch out for gender ideology. I cannot tell you how many school district websites I have seen that report that somewhere between 30 and 60% of all of the students in their schools are either gender queer, gender nonconforming, non-binary, trans, between 30 and 60%. That's ridiculous. Now, I have no problem with people who are trans or non-binary or questioning or any of these things. Life is a process of figuring out who you are. It's a process of sometimes playing with your identity, trying on different roles, and that is incredibly true when you are a teenager and going through puberty, which I think we can all agree is one of the worst hellscapes of time that exists in any person's life. So I am not making a statement against people who, as adults, transition their gender. They are adults. That is their choice. However, I think we strongly need to question why 30 to 60% of students in some of these school districts are saying they're gender nonconforming in some way. That doesn't make sense. That's not biologically possible. And those ideas are getting in their head because it is being taught to them in school most of the time, starting in elementary school, and most of the time without informing the parents. I went to a barbecue probably, oh, I don't know, five, six months ago. Right down the street from where I live, five miles away from where I live. And I had a conversation with a gentleman there who has a lot of young school-aged children. And he brought them all, and they were all having a grand old time. And his daughter was dressed up in the most girly, frilly dress I've ever seen. And obviously a girl, obviously very feminine. She had her little purse and everything. It almost made me want to have kids, but not quite. And he was telling me, you know, my daughter loves being a girl. She loves wearing princess dresses. She was so excited to wear princess dresses to school. But then she started coming home and being depressed and not wanting to go to school anymore. And I was really confused about this because she was so excited to go to school. And then she went from being excited to not wanting to go at all. And we're talking she was in, I believe, either kindergarten or the first grade, really, really, really young. And he said that he kept trying to coax her, like, what happened at school? What happened at school? What happened at school? It took months 
for her to tell him. And he took her for a walk one day, and she said, Daddy, the teacher says I'm a boy. This young girl's teacher had been trying to convince her that because her voice was a little lower than her classmates, that she was really a boy and not a girl. Again, we're talking about kindergarten or the first grade. A child who is literally wearing Disney princess dresses to school. And the teacher is stepping in and saying, no, 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 honey, you're not, you're not a girl. You're really a boy. And apparently the teacher had really been trying to convince her of this to the point where this young girl hated going to school. I have heard countless stories like this of children who are perfectly fine, never thought about being the other gender in their lives, and then all of a sudden, they're in a class at school, they have a certain teacher, they join a GSA because they want to be a good supporter of their friends, and all of a sudden, they have these ideas that they're not the gender that they were born as. There's an article on foxnews.com that I want to read you. The headline is, California mom sues school district that allegedly counseled daughter to transition gender. Aurora Regino says a school counselor helped her daughter consider a gender transition without parental notification and is suing the Chino Unified School District in Northern California. The lawsuit she filed against the district on January 6 is seeking a permanent injunction against its alleged parental secrecy policy. Regino told Fox News's Jesse Waters on Friday that she was appalled by the actions the school district allegedly took after her 11-year-old daughter at the time expressed a desire to transition from a biological female to a male. For a few months, she had opened up to a guidance counselor, and the guidance counselor that very day that she opened up and said she, she felt like a male, she walked into her class and affirmed it that day, Regina told Jesse Waters primetime on Friday. Regina recounted that she never gave the school counselor permission to see her daughter one-on-one. My daughter did mention to the school counselor that she wanted to tell me, and the school counselor dismissed her request and was trying to get her to come out to other people first. Let's just pause there for a second. So this child, 11 years old, goes to the school guidance counselor for help, has presumably several meetings with the school guidance counselor about this, says, I want to tell my mom I think I'm a boy. And the guidance counselor says, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Probably. And I'm just, I'm, I'm guessing here. So this couldn't be, this might not be correct. And I want to make sure I'm being ethically honest about this, but I've seen enough of these cases to know that the guidance counselor may have said, it's not safe to tell your mom because school districts don't believe that parents are safe for their own kid. Let's continue with the article. Regino said her daughter eventually told her grandmother, who then told her. 
Once she was made aware, Regino said she immediately reached out to the principal of the school. Regino told Waters that when children are struggling with any sort of issues, they need their family by their side, and no school or institution should cut off the parental rights and support children need. They don't need their family cut off from them. It's a time in their life where they need their family the most. Regina told Waters that her daughter is now doing well and again identifies as female, but warned that children need protection and that this needs to stop in America's schools. The Chino Unified School District told Waters it didn't receive the lawsuit as a Friday, but the district did say it assures the community that Chino Unified does not have a parent secrecy policy. Nor does it ever try to define a student's personal identity. Okay, sure. Sure. The schools are teaching this to your children. This is not theoretical. This is happening all over the country right now. And I'm, I'm truly not trying to fearmonger here because I know that this can sound, well, ridiculous to people who aren't involved in this all day every day but i am telling you i have seen on school district websites their own data because school districts brag about this they think it shows how diverse and how inclusive they are so they will put this on their website go do a search on your school district's website under the equity department and look at their most recent equity report they are probably surveying their own students to find out just how many gender nonconforming students they have. They probably have gender and sexuality alliances in schools. Gender and sexuality alliances, these used to be called gay straight alliances when I was in school back in the day when we all had to walk uphill both ways in the snow with shoeboxes on our feet and all that stuff. But back in the day, these were called gay straight alliances. They've now changed the name to Gender and Sexuality Alliances. And oftentimes, this is where your kids are being introduced to the idea of non-binary, of gender non-conforming, of getting all sorts of positive reinforcement if they come out as any of those things. Because for many, especially young girls, this is how they find social acceptance. This is how they fit in with their friends group. All of a sudden, they could go from being someone that doesn't have any friends, isn't popular, and they come out as non-binary or trans, and all of a sudden, all the kids are stunning and brave, stunning and brave. Oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. Oh my gosh, I'm a good ally. And they wear their rainbow pins and they virtue signal, and they're kids. Can you really blame them from wanting to be popular in school? I'm sure most of us did. Now, many of us can look back at adults and say, well, how many stupid things did I do as a teenager? But when you're a teenager, when you're a kid, and especially when you're going through puberty, you see the world very, very differently. And I think it's important for people to remember that. Kids have priorities. They want to fit in. They want to be accepted. They want to have friends. Well, guess what, folks? One of the easiest ways for them to get friends today is to be trans. It's like what it was, you know, when I was in school, again, back when we had to walk uphill in the snow both ways. When I was in school, kids would go through like an emo phase, 
a goth phase, that usual kind of teenaged angst sort of thing. I went through that. Hell, I, I think I'm still in my emo phase if I'm honest about it. But my emo phase and my goth phase involved me wearing makeup and really large platform boots and going to rock concerts. Today's teenage angst involves cutting off your breasts, permanently sterilizing yourself and medicalizing yourself, and changing your name to that of a boy or non-binary or what have you. It's teenage angst. It is a phase for the vast majority of these children, but they are literally being told that they have to do this, otherwise they literally might die. And parents are being told, you have to support the transition of your child, otherwise they might commit suicide. These kids are not being given real counseling. They are not having these ideas challenged in any, any tangible way. They are being given puberty blockers almost immediately. And again, let's be honest, who wouldn't wanted to have blocked puberty if they had the choice? They are having gender transition surgeries before they are old enough to vote. The brain does not fully develop the logic and reason function until we are in our early to mid-twenties. In high school, when they are cutting off the body parts... Their brain is not fully developed to be able to make that choice logically. It is an emotionally driven choice based on a desire for social acceptance and to fit in with the group. Maybe not for 100% of the people, but probably for at least 98% of them. And they may continue with the identity after high school. They may not. Many of them are detransitioning. Many of them feel as though they were lied to and let down by the people that they trusted to take care of them. It's a horrifying thing to behold that parents are not only not paying attention when this happens but are going the extra step of willingly taking their kids to the hospital to have their body parts cut off before they can even legally smoke a cigarette. You know, I really wanted to get my tongue pierced in high school. I really, really wanted to get my tongue pierced in high school. I had other piercings, and my parents said, no, you're not getting your tongue pierced until you're 18. And so you know what happened? I waited until I was 18, and then a week after I turned 18, I got my tongue pierced. And I had no regrets about it. I didn't. But guess what? Did it kill me to, to wait until I was 18? No, because my parents stepped in and said, you're not jamming a metal rod through your tongue until you are of age. And that was the right thing to do if we're all honest about it, even though I didn't take out that tongue piercing until I was well into my 30s. And, and, and so it wasn't a decision I regretted, but it was still the right choice to make me wait. And you're telling me these kids can't be told to wait to cut off a body part? These kids can't wait before they permanently sterilize themselves? 
the trans activism puts so many of us in a really awkward position because there are a lot of us out there that have no problem with trans people, have no problem if people want to call themselves non-binary, have no problem if people want to change their names and just want to live their lives as who they envision themselves to be in their mind's eye, and that's totally fine. But I don't know how people can be okay with this. And even more than that, I don't know how parents cannot be paying enough attention to what their kids are doing for this to happen. I understand you can't control everything about your kids' lives, but so many parents I talk to are so detached from what is going on in their kids' school and they don't want to pay attention because it takes more time out of their day and they're tired and they work hard and they just want to come home and relax and they don't want to worry about what's going on in school. It's all fun and games, folks, until your kid comes home and wants to chop off their own body parts and really believe that they are a different gender than which they were born. Even if they've never had those ideas before, but then they joined the school GSA, and all of a sudden they're non-binary. Gee, I wonder what happened. If you have a child that this has happened to, if you have a child that has suddenly come home and has said, I am not a girl, I'm a boy, or I'm not a boy, I'm a girl, or I'm not a boy or a girl, I'm non-binary. If you, if you have a child in that position, and you're looking at the situation and you're like, you you were wearing dresses like last week what happened i have a workshop on demand for you on my website activelyunwoke.com it is called affirming reality it is a 3 hour parenting workshop given by someone who was in your shoes at one point her name is gabrielle clark gabrielle clark's daughter was socially transitioned in a charter school I told you this wasn't just the public schools. This was in a charter school. And Gabs worked really diligently for a long time to deprogram what the school had taught her daughter. Her daughter is very happy today. Her daughter does believe that she's a girl today. Her daughter believes that she was lied to by the schools today. And that's all because Gabrielle Clark took control and she put a workshop online to teach you how to take control if this happens to your kids. It's not fun to deprogram your own children from the indoctrination that they go in in the schools. It's not fun at all. But it's more fun than having them become permanent medical patients because the schools convince them that their only way to survive is cutting off their own body parts. If you would like to access this workshop, it's available on activelyunwoke.com. Go under the training session or section rather at the top of the page. You can also get there directly by the URL unwoke.info/reality. So again, you can find it at activelyunwoke.com. It's under the training session, Unwoke Trainings on Demand. It's right up at the top of the page. Or you can get there directly through the URL unwokeinfo, excuse me, unwoke.info slash reality. And if you have success with it, please share those successes. But don't dismiss this. Don't say, it's not going to happen to my kid. 
don't breeze past this. If you're listening this far in this podcast, you you probably know there's some truth to it. And listen, I really hope it doesn't happen to your kid. It seems as though girls are more susceptible than boys, though boys are still getting dragged into this. Don't don't think boys are, are immune. They're not. This happens all the time. But in school, it does seem that girls are more susceptible than boys. So keep an eye out. Know what's going on. Know what your school's gender policy is. Know if the school is going to inform you if their child or if your child starts using a new name. Because a lot of schools won't. It's written into their policy. They say, if the kids are using a new name, we don't have to tell the parents because it's a privacy consideration and it might not be safe. This is literally what they're saying in the school manuals. Make sure you know what your school policies are. Make sure you know what activities your kids are involved in. Make sure they are not involved in GSAs. That's ground zero. That is the primary place it's happening. Make sure they are not doing social-emotional learning. No surveys. Tell the school your kids are not allowed to answer any surveys. And make sure your kids know that, too. The schools are trying to do this in so many different ways. You really have to be on the ball. But it is possible to protect your kids. And as parents, it's your job to do it. All right, folks, that's all I have for this podcast. I hope I didn't scare you too much, but this is serious. This is game time. If you have your kids in school, you know, honestly, best case scenario is you pull your kids out of the schools entirely and you homeschool them. I know that's not feasible for everyone. We'll work towards that. But if your kids are in school, you owe it to them to pay attention. And there are people and resources out there to help you. That's all I have for this episode. If you want to support the work I'm doing, head over to activelyunwoke.com support. You can become a monthly supporter on Locals, on Patreon, by becoming a monthly subscriber on my Substack. All sorts of different options are available. I can't do this without you guys. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.